Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Range of Tangents podcast with Daryl Smith Jr. Shayla. And Ray Parker. And how y'all feeling today? Uh, living the dream, as always. I shaved today. Yeah, I know. Let's talk no, about it. Oh, your head. She oh, no. Head. Not even just my head. So... I've honestly been living like a cave woman for some time now. I shaved my underarms. That was something. That's nothing else. Did not shave. Oh, no, no, never mind. Yeah. Shaved my legs. I was about to say, did you shave your legs? I did today. I haven't in a while, so. You shave your arms? My, like, this part? I think that's excessive, dog. Above my knee on my legs is excessive. My arms is excessive. Women shave their whole leg And I mean I get that for them But I don't get it for me I hardly get shaving like the bottom part of my legs Like it mm. doesn't It's just not something that's like super important to, to me Listen ain't nothing wrong with a little So what are you talking about shaving the legs, from like ankle the to knee? Yeah And my toes like, I Then what's the toes. point? I just feel like you might as well not do it Who's really going to see the upper part of my legs? You wear shorts up to your your thighs all my the time. My legs aren't ridiculously hairy. You don't wear I mean, coochie cutters? I don't know. Huh? Oh, that's the difference. My legs aren't you, ridiculously hairy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, I, I have hair on my upper leg, but it's not like, oh my God, she's a like monster. A five like o'clock shadow type of thing? We used to sing about this lady that I had, guess. didn't you, to shave her legs. But not even a five o'clock shadow because that, like the follicle, your hair follicles are closer on your face. Like That's not the way your sure. leg hair works. you know. So it's not... Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> so I just told her, you know, welcome to the club. You know what I'm saying? We might as well all rock out. She can rock the skull. I might as well rock my skull. You know yeah, what I mean? I got a fresh voice, I'm, so I'm happy, happy to have you. You know, I know it's temporary and it's optional mm-hmm. and it's by choice. But yeah. welcome. You know, we happy to have you on this side. You know, it's a, it's a high maintenance job, but, you know, somebody, somebody got, got a do choice. <laughs> I haven't. This is not my first time being bald, right? I know. Now. Of course not, Shay. Obviously. <laughs> oh, it Damn. had to go. It was literally killing me to have hair. What's going on in your lives? Anything interesting? Nope. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not at all. Yeah, no, nah, life's regular. Life's going good, though. Life is good. Yeah. That is. You know what I mean? Same old, same old. All right, let's get into our topics, because obviously we ain't got no energy about our lives. I mean, I'm having a good life. I know yeah. you are. I got good news recently. There's good things happening. I'm good. So Nobody asked this... me about my day. So you, we just, I'm just over here. Yeah, you've been orating. We forgot yeah. to uh, yeah, 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 forgot. ask Sorry. that. Uh-huh. Now, I like that. I'm digging first here. time I'm digging that hat, though. Let me let me, let me see so. that joint real quick. Yeah, yeah, close. fresh. That John, fresh. Got the Indiana University of Pennsylvania boy. That that John, fresh and nigga crisp. hit the co-op store. I uh-huh. God, I was so, so mad I slept fast. Oh, oh, my as soon God. as I hit campus, it's the first place I went. I know, no exaggeration. Got this fresh ass hoodie. Yeah, my dumb ass. I was not on my toes. Definitely need some new paraphernalia. My shit's yeah. all run down. I'm gonna go up there. That's first thing. Least. <laughs> the only thing I want to yeah, do. Like, not much other things I want to do up there. Hit the co-op and that's it. Support somebody, mentor somebody. That's about all I got in me. Yeah, I have no like desire. I got invited to a basement party. Not happening. Remember basement parties? That was a thing. Basement parties. Yes, with the with the with the punch, with the mystery juice. Give me a Wally. Get a Wally. Being that bitch sweating. Our basement wall got broke from a basement party. I remember our basement party at your house. Perfect. Yeah, I was about to say our basement was perfect for a party. 
I think this one, this basement party was actually before we got to move. It was like the summer before. And it was, we, I literally saw people that I hadn't seen since first grade. It was like, oh yeah, I was at this place and we heard about this party. And that was, and was how it all went. But the one that broke a wall was one while we were at move. Mm. The, and it was like all these uh, blue stains on the white Jeez, walls because yes. everybody was getting wallies and their jeans just faded on the walls. It was a mess. But they said, guy. never again. <laughs> so then we just started having movie nights and stuff instead of like a whole party. Keep you know, it I'm going to allow my right. kids to have basement parties. That way it's in my house. It's in a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. At least I feel like I have some control right. over the environment. That's know. the only reason parents let you do it at their house. Yeah, uh-huh. of course. So they know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, I, I guess because ain't gonna be no running up and down the steps. Like it ain't gonna be no dip offs in my basement. It ain't gonna be none of that. Like everybody here has wide open, open space. space. Right, <laughs> everybody can see what everybody's doing, and then I'll be the parent to mind my business and stay upstairs the whole I'll time y'all party. I just have one of my younger ones just be informing. Mm-hmm. You little sister gotta be down there. You gotta be there. <laughs> like, yeah, go check and see what's going on. Damn, yeah. I think I went to one of your basement parties. I don't remember what it was. Though. I remember one at your house. I threw a couple basement parties in my time. I had several. It's a buck. I've had yeah, several. Man, those were days. Uh, anyway. Y'all really was just, it got quiet. Good times. <laughs> Good fucking times in a basement party. That was a moment, man. Especially if you had the rhythm to move with the shit. Um. Oh, yeah, uh, you know what you really that's get. really all that matters. Yeah, that's when you really fall in love in a party. You're like, man, shit, the worst one, ones dog. You want to switch it up every three beats. Now you give me this twist, you know, <laughs> so I can't follow you that fast. You leave me too fast, baby. I used to really allow myself to get sweaty and perspire. Yeah, if you wasn't you sweaty, you weren't working. You wasn't working. Yeah, yeah. Like, you really weren't having a good sweat. time. It was... God forbid it's glass anywhere in that basement. The walls better be sweating and the glass better be falling. Chick walking to the party, her hair used to be yeah. laid. She come out her hair with uh, that for a slade. She better try to and go she, to the ponytail. Right. Oh my god. Wet t shirt contest. That was wet t shirt contest with no water. Yeah. They bitches just come out drinks and bee cups. Yeah, basements weren't ventilated. Nope. Oh. No type of circulation. You smell everybody. It, be, it could be one funky person care, in there. But no, if you, it was the real did. funky person, it would mess up the whole It would mess up the whole aura. Like, yo, somebody stink. <laughs> somebody need to take a bath. Alright, So, what's been going on in the world? We, Some people don't know who Nipsey Hussle is, I found out. No, and I know. That's, I guess that's to be expected. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. I heard the name. Um... I learned of him more in his death than I knew of him while he was living. I was definitely in the know of who Nipsey is. Um, I was actually a follower of him more so than his music, though. Like I was in love with the persona, what he kind of spoke about, just the way he carried himself. I liked that a lot about him and the way he, you know, what he represented. So prior to what happened last week, I thought he was just a dope dude. Like, his music was just all right to me, though. Like, and I always said, like, his interviews is better than his music. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'd just rather listen to the nigga talk. Damn. Unfortunately, I was hoping that you was the one who listened to his music. For me, I have given him a try. Mm-hmm. So it was you that challenged. You didn't do it on purpose, but challenged me. Race like, yeah, man, sometimes I'll just be trying to listen to new cats. And I don't give any new people a try. Mm-hmm. R&B, I'll give you a try. But in hip-hop, rap, you don't get a shot. You gotta be a feature, and then I'm like, oh, you got, you sound all right, and then I'll check you out. 
So Nipsey Hussle was one of those people. It was between, it was before Victory Lap. So I did listen to Victory Lap one time. I really wasn't even impressed or anything by that. But uh, albums before that, music before that, I just never really was a fan. But like you said, I have been aware of him and I have heard his interviews. And that's how I kind of, never really followed him. Not like I followed him on any social media or anything like that, but that's how I was aware of him because he had what I thought was a brilliant mind, given the situation that he was in and came from. And I just thought he was dope. I mean, I liked some of the stuff he was doing. I didn't know, like for example, he had bought that whole uh, shopping center. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, there you go. Like that type of investment. I had heard him speak about things. I was like, well, he really sounds intelligent. But to know he was putting money behind things, to know he was making those type of moves, to know he started that, uh, I guess it was a rec center or whatever, and with STEM uh, 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 Program. STEM programs and all those types of goals he was doing, and buying the hood, I'm like, yeah, I'm with all that. Now, it makes me wonder, because we do talk about buy the block. I follow Jay Morris. I follow a bunch of real estate people. Buy the block. Is there, why would I want to buy the hood? I don't know how I can turn a profit. Gentrification, you should be able to see how you turn a profit. Look, like, Every look hood at, is not going to get gentrified. I think it is. I do too. Black people got to go, so, so then where do people go? Then to the, the counties. So it goes from suburbs to city and back and forth. Yeah, I don't Everybody's have a, not going to push out to the suburb. They might, they might not. I mean, I think about in a place like California. Well, Cali is different. I mean, Los Angeles in general? Yeah, LA is, LA is different because they got like different sections I guess you would say like you can go block to block yeah like you could be in the hood for five minutes and then in the fucking suburbs the next five minutes kind of like southwest and Darby mm-hmm. or uptown and what's that Darby the bird, yeah it's, but technically it's a it's outside no, it's of supposed to be a bird yeah 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 or just Darby and Springfield or you know what I'm saying like that's a fine line between that so it's just like as Time progressed. Like, I use my block as a prime example of where my mom lived at. Like, when I first moved on that block, it was a very, up, not upscale, but a, a nice Definitely. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And there was, you know, the trees bloomed. Like, it was clean. The sidewalks were still together. Like, you could go outside and play. It wasn't a bunch of traffic up and down the street. None of that. Gates were still up. I can say, as the you know the the people that were already there moved out of the neighborhood and more black people came in shit is already run down but now the resurgence is happening where people are coming back to the neighborhood mm-hmm. and then is making a turnaround so buying back the block people can only come back if people leave though yeah yeah so yeah there is going to be some of that flight yeah. to go to the suburbs but the white flight and all it. that type of stuff mm-hmm and yeah, that is opening an opportunity for gentrification, but I don't think that it's going to happen the way that this whole blanket gentrification that people I feel like people talk about or how they present it. <clears throat> I can I can subscribe that. I don't think it's going to happen that way. I think that's the idea. So that I think that's the goal for I guess the powers that be or whatever. But I think maybe that's what somebody that says buy the block and they do it in the hood thinks about the fact that that is the goal and the fact that this neighborhood could potentially be one of those neighborhoods and they would rather it they would rather have a part of home than a part of some place they really aren't connected to maybe so it got to be a strategy behind it mm-hmm. like if i'm gonna buy a 
a block a hood, I'm buying a space that I already see the gentrification, the twinkling of it, or is near the city center. But what if it's not about then that makes sense? Yeah, what if it's about just, just not owning having that own some like then that goes back to my original statement? I don't see how I could turn in profit. It's still, somebody's profiting. Yeah. Somebody's profiting. Like section, section 8 Homes is profitable. So, Section 8 Home is for the landlord. So, it, it all depends on what we're calling profit. Like a Section 8 Home, yes, it's a guaranteed income, mm-hmm. but you can't increase your rent like that on a Section 8 Home. Like these subsidized housing you programs, you can't just increase your rent but as it, the area improves. Mm-hmm. You, you're talking about fixed rates. We're talking about uh, like older people. I can't think of the name of it. These apartments that other people live in when their rent can't go Senior up. Senior citizen homes, yeah. But like, yeah, you, you can't. can't just. I know, but what I'm thinking about it from the standpoint is this, right? Say you buy a property in a rundown neighborhood, and it's twenty thousand dollars. Is nobody wants it, right? Mm-hmm. You you put another thirty into it just to get it up to standard. Well, you put nothing into it. Sit on it for twenty years. You could do however you want to do it. You could still put thirty into it now. That's a fifty thousand dollar mortgage. Fifty thousand dollar mortgage. You think three hundred dollars a month? Would be a mortgage every month, your monthly payment. Credit. Section eight paying you a thousand dollars a month for yeah, it. But it's also zoning and coding and all that stuff. You gotta keep your property up to a certain standard. And yeah, I get what you're saying. You can, and there is a a profit to be made in um, subsidized housing. But now you're talking about if you really make a profit, you're talking about owning multiple properties. Yeah. One can turn into two. Because if you have one or two, I'm assuming, because I don't own any Section 8 properties, but I can see an offsetting with liability. I can see an offsetting with insurance. Because it's not like... We're talking... Some of the Section 8 houses I know, people are paying $80. Some of the Section 8 houses I know, people are paying just a few hundred dollars. And so if I have an agreement with the government for $800... I'm not really making a profit. Even if I'm gonna say, let's say the mortgage is four hundred dollars. So yeah, my mortgage is covered, my, but a Section Eight, I'm probably covering utilities too. Let's mm-hmm. tack on another hundred and fifty dollars to that. Now I'm paying five fifty a month. Now we're talking about bringing home maybe two fifty, maybe two fifty a month. Depends. But you know, shit gotta go wrong with the house at some point. Right. So I can't just spend that two fifty. I gotta we'll put it somewhere. Because it's a section eight house. Absolutely. You know they're not gonna the do fuck the, up. They're not gonna have pride in that property. It's not right. their home. Well not their house. Yeah, I don't see no I don't see nothing negative Whatever. in ownership. No, I'm not saying anything ownership. negative. I'm no, just I'm saying, saying where where would you do it? What's the strategy? What's the benefit of yeah. it? Makes sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's retail where space. You it? Um or having yeah, or just having businesses in the Right. People yeah. that grow their own stuff. People we need t- clothes. We talk about how we don't have enough of a presence um, as far as business owners go within the community. We don't have no store, enough stores and things like that mm-hmm. in our own neighborhoods. So buying buying back the block, I guess you would call it, is important. Um, and I want to champion people that do decide to do that. So I think what he was doing, with, I mean, I think we all would agree that it was great. Yeah. Like it was. Yeah, no gripes with it. Just wondering. Yeah, I think I think what he was doing was great, and not the. You can literally buy a block. I can see you turn the yeah. block. And he set up a stand. Like he started with a stand in front of that strip mall, mm-hmm. that very strip mall he bought. So to see his, you know, he could gauge his progress right there. Like he went from a stand to one store in the strip mall to owning the whole strip mall. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know it with the strip mall money. 
No, of course he right. You know he did right. So it's that's what I'm saying. It's not, and uh, I'm not saying you're supposed to get that quick turnaround profit with the one store to be able to, you know, have so much profit that you can buy the whole trip mall. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to have outcome outside income contributing to buying that whole thing. But I'm just like, I don't know that Nipsey Hussle was in the green. How about that? That's maybe. Oh yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know what the man finances was. I ain't even. And I'm just saying like. Consider. I want to consider that because I want us to definitely own property, but I want us to be strategic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's, I do see a surge of people entering real estate. So do I. Um, Which makes me hesitate. Well, this is the thing. You have investors out there. You have basically people with infinite dollars, right? That will task somebody locally. Will say, you know what? You're in the neighborhood. I don't know the neighborhood that well. I got this money to invest, dude. I got a fund behind me, so just go out there, identify properties for me, mm-hmm. help me with the flip. You manage the whole thing. This is your commission off of it. Fine, cool. And then you got your regular people like us that are like, all right, listen, we got ten thousand dollars to play with between us. How about we all pinch it, pitch in and get a get a, a property or whatever like that? Mm-hmm. It's two ways you can play it though. You can do it to flip or to hold, and if the strategy is to get in, get out the flip game, then you got to hide. The risk is high because you don't know what could go, go wrong with the property. You can find yourself in a far in the red and exhaust yourself to the point where you just trying to get the property off your hands right. for somebody else to deal with it. Right. And that's a, a headache in itself. And then you got to also compete with the people that have infinite dollars behind them that don't have to worry about, you know, deal with the same stresses you got to deal with. It's like working in as a salesperson for anybody for rental for cars or whatever but anyway but then you can rent but like we were just saying section 8 people gonna ruin your property you know you got to deal with tenants or you could do it on your own not rent to section 8 just rent the regular that people really honestly still. doesn't matter like i see my dad and how he deals with property and the people don't, don't care about give a shit. shit. like they don't it doesn't matter he has a section 8 house he has i mean he's had a few houses that he just flipped and then he has i think two places that he just rents out and the section eight and the houses, the places that he rent out, same. Like they just don't care. They don't mm-hmm. care about the property. He's oftentimes gone out, but his benefit is that he can do the work himself, so he doesn't have to contract anybody out to spend that type of money on it. But it's still money spent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still time spent outside of actually having a full time job that he got to really do on a regular basis so his time is always taken up but people don't care about a property that ain't that they don't own they mm. just don't yeah so it's always gonna be and now no matter where you at nope. I don't fuck if you in the sub you could be in the most upscale neighborhood people wreck your shit so it's definitely a, a, a tough industry to be in but we just saw it survive so much that you know with real estate it's always going to rebound. Exactly, because it's always going the one thing you can't make more of is land. It's except land. unless you from China and they make a whole island. But, you know, in America, we're not making no more land. I ain't know that. Oh, but yeah, they're making fucking islands. Wow. Military islands. Don't wow. fuck with China, man. Give them another 10 years. China going to link up with North Korea, Russia, I don't know, Iran, a couple other joints, Syria. I can see it going down. That's crazy. How the fuck do you make an island? <laughs> that shit just like... You really making islands. You can look it up. China's making islands. I've seen oil rigs in the middle of the ocean, but I ain't never thinking about people making actual fucking islands like... 
I think it's just a matter of building upon that idea. Like, you can put an oil rig there. You can put a whole right, right, bunch of stuff in do? here. Like, what can I do? Cement yeah, everything that's around wild. it. Put a bunch of shit around it. I mean, you got to figure Asia is surrounded with a bunch of islands. Right. So, I mean, you got the inspiration right there. Yep. I guess so. We got to change that quote to you can't make more earth. <laughs> yeah, because now these niggas in the ocean now it's just like we keep, we just can't make more earth like because I know if they got islands going everybody got islands going next thing you know Russia gonna have islands then we gonna have the technology then, then we gonna we're have all islands gonna die Russia wants then, to, what the fuck like you're Russia wants the Arctic because that's where the oil is so Russia has invested heavily in ice boats mm. the boats were like that, that could cut, cut, through, cut the through the ice yeah we so, gotta chill. Say we dog. got one Russia got like forty. This is the end of days, man. What the yeah. fuck do you need all this? This is the end of days. They're gonna make it so like we don't have you're building islands, which means water levels are gonna go up in other places and we're gonna have less land in other places. And if you keep doing that shit, what the fuck? Like where's the water going? It's not going away. The shit's not gonna evaporate. You can't dump it into the universe. Well, let's like, just hope with all this what intelligence the they build doing? a fucking plan to keep us from happening. Keep dumb shit like that. So from I've happening. seen plans to have to literally raise land up to build property on these like like shit you see in fucking movies, like the futuristic Jones. No, nothing's beyond. Well, I shouldn't say nothing, but oftentimes you'll see like these cities in the sky. I've seen designs for that. I've seen, uh, I don't know if it's Denmark. It's, it's one of those super, super white stuff. in the sky. <laughs> Our ozone is fucking polluted. Like, I don't. It's not a good idea. None of it. I just want everybody to chill. So let shit be the way so it is. So we should go to Thanos route and just kill half. Let's kill let's half of the people. Even let's, out let's just rock with that shit. shit. You okay. know what I'm saying? Seven like, billion people. Like, really think about that. That's a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah. Seven billion? Yeah. Mind you, that's, are we that's people. That is people. I was about to say, are we accounting for the people that live off the land, like in villages? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like we that, don't know that, about the, the, all these indigenous, indigenous people that yeah. we still don't know about. We don't know about the island that fucking shoots you as soon as you That's what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Like, There's so much we don't know about, too. Right. Yeah, that's why. We're closer to, you know, at least 7.5 billion. So y'all, y'all see extinction happening. All right. I don't necessarily see it. I think I see people like Elon Musk. I see people like these visionaries who really believe in this sci-fi shit making the moves to like save humanity. I think, I think we would have to be on the brink of extinction for our people kids. to get to that point though. I think that we would have to be in some sort of apocalyptic state for people to say, oh, So we can get to Mars by 2040. Can yeah, we? Probably. And then you gotta figure nobody's been going back to the moon. What can we do on the moon? I'm Who's just throwing shit Mars? out there because I'm all about sci-fi. I'm not. I'll be dead, so I'm not worried about none of this. But in 2040, I mean, in 2040, we'd be alive. No, I don't think the world. Damn, Daryl. I don't think the world would be ended in 2040. Oh, okay. I'm saying I think we'll have the capacity to really start building in that way in 2040. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, we really have private companies building rockets now. America don't build rockets. Right. America hasn't built rockets for decades. Private companies are getting into space and coming back. Like that's how we you know where we're at now. I don't remember SpaceX. if it's SpaceX or if yeah. it's another one. It's SpaceX. But they're going to space in a ship and have had that ship come back. Now we're in the future. Like now we're on some fucking jets and shit where you can aren't, fucking take off. Aren't they back. allowing private trips up to the moon? Like you can pay like two million dollars. Yeah, people been paying for it. And you can just take a private trip I'll to the moon. Crowdfund, I guess. I mean, whatever. I'm just saying, like, 
I'm with you, Shay. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm as dramatic as you, but I'm definitely like something's gonna happen sooner or later. Cause most times in all this sci-fi shit, shit goes wrong because people are trying to like build this new shit, and now we have a zombie fucking apocalypse because you AI went to go get some dumb shit. Like something's happening. That's interesting. Artificial intelligence. How many times do we have to be warned? How many movies <laughs> do you have to watch, dog? I was just watching Billions, and they had like that's my show. Yeah, they had that robot, the episode where the robot came in and the show they was picking it apart or whatever. But just all the shit the robot was supposed to be able to do. And I'm just like, what do we need people for? And when will these the robots issue. that lack empathy, that lack, you know, feeling or anything, just, all just come all just rational so and off of stats? But that's why the that's issue isn't immigration shit. or is anything <laughs> like that. It's really industry. Yeah. It's robots. Yep. Like, that's what took our jobs. Yeah. You ever watch South Park? They used to do my shit. It took our jobs. <laughs> so it used to be my shit, man. I used to love South Park. That's why we need Thanos. But back to buying back the block. Oh, back to Nipsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to Nipsey. Wow. Um, so we were really out we were, there. We were going. Yep. Going. Literally in outer space. That's where we were just now. <laughs> um, buying back the block, like I said, I feel as though it's important. We still do have people warring for neighborhoods that their mom don't own a parcel of land on. Or their family, period, don't own a piece of land on. So we do have a connection to the neighborhoods we are from for whatever reason and to preach ownership into the people that are from there. That's good. Well, he had a real solid foundation because he said that his, uh, his family had owned property in that area since the 30s or 40s. Mm-hmm. So they had already, I would assume, they had already been teaching him about, teaching him about the power of investment, the power of owning property and power of owning land. I mean, you can't get evicted from your own shit. Bottom line. <laughs> Bottom line. You always got a place to lay your head. That's it. It don't matter how the fuck you living. It's yours. Yeah, that's why. Unless I'm renting to you, I'm not pro rent. But I think I'm going to get a rental property. But things like what you were just saying, those are all my concerns. Yeah. Like, am I able to just get a bunch of old people? <laughs> like, can well, I? there is a part of Section 8 that... Um, <clears throat> rents too. I think it's really hard to get into though because my dad tried. There's a part of Section 8 where they only rent to the elderly or um, vets. Okay, retired so vets. So it, they, I mean, it's ways you can get around fucked up tenants but fucked it's up tenants hard. won't come. It's won't just come. hard. I'm thinking about making, well I won't put my shit out there yet. But it's something else I want to do too. Yeah, man, but uh, that whole situation with Nipsey, I think it was just a, a, a situation of access. Like, Tell me more. What do you mean access? Access to him? Physical access? Accessibility. Okay, speak on it. Um, in regards to you being from a certain place and ascending to certain heights, you have to limit the access that certain people will have to you and certain interactions that you could possibly have. And this is not like a victim blame thing. Is more of a just awareness to the fact that there are a lot of people out here that have less to lose than you. There are a lot of people out here that don't value the same things that you do. And and come in and encounter those people, you are already at a loss, no matter what. You you can't win in that situation. So either you're they're going to put you in a position where you're faced with the uh you're faced with the task of having to risk losing all losing it all. Or they take it from you. So what I hear you saying is, <coughs> once you you make it to a certain height and a let's call 
not the best community, then you should leave that community. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I would definitely leave. That's it. I get it. That's it. I feel like we can't. <clears throat> I'll agree, but I, I just feel like that's why we don't prevail as a people because everybody leaves because of that same thought process and right. it makes sense it absolutely makes sense i'll put it like but this. nobody comes back it's, it's not about coming back right he bought back the block mm-hmm. right he do he did he put his money in the community he created program and he gave might he might even have residential housing out there i don't know but he's putting his money where his mouth is mm-hmm. what, what i'm saying is accessibility meaning Yes, my presence is felt through what I do. The programs are fun. Mm-hmm. But as far as you being able to touch me. So in respect to Nipsey Hussle specifically, he's in front of his store at his strip mall. Mm-hmm. He's where he should be. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, accessibility, when I think about that, I'm thinking about walking up and down right. the neighborhood. I'm no. not thinking about being at, you know, my a commercial space. Yeah. No, it's still, it's, anybody can come. You can get anywhere. Just it could have been that he moved out the hood. I'm just challenging. It could be that he moved out the hood into some affluent neighborhood. He don't know how he belonged there. He yeah. gets shot. Absolutely. So the likelihood that he'll get shot in Bel Air versus where he was at, what's the chances? I feel like it's 50 50. I don't feel like it's that. I great. feel like it's 50 yeah, 50 solely I, because I don't know if it's 50 50, but I feel like it's not that far ch- off. I say it's 50 50 because. You talking about profile, Not right? knowing him, like, or his history, really. I know he was a crip. I know he's a rolling 60s, one of the bigger gangs in that area. As far as I know, I would assume he's got money, basically in the hood. So... In terms of proximity, who's committed more crimes to you, against you? Black people or white people? black people? No, against you. Against me? Blacks or whites? I don't know. Motherfuckers that have broken in my car, I haven't been able to catch them on my cameras. Who you think broke into your cars? You think you it's, or, or it's you white people? Yeah, it's yeah. Black people, it's fucking Africans, it's fucking Asians, it's every race in my crimes against you, or if anything has ever happened to you. I don't just assume it was a black person that robbed. I'm thinking about crimes that ever happened against. Nothing. Ever, well, I've been attacked because I've seen white people do some shit. I've seen. I've seen I'm not saying that. I'm talking about proximity. I'm not. Mm-hmm. It don't matter where you at. If you well, live close to white people, whoever so, commit, you know what I mean. The if you're living around a bunch of black people, yeah. black people are gonna do what's 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 crime. But if you live around a bunch of white people, bunch of white people are gonna crimes. Wherever you're at, no. What I what I was getting to what my point was was that in terms of proximity, the likelihood that something would happen to to him in that regard would have happened in like in that neighborhood would have mm-hmm. been by somebody that what looks like him right, right. yeah in that neighborhood but the and same thing about if he moved to a, a different type accessibility of accessibility in that neighborhood for him was 10 more 10 times more dangerous because the people in the walks of life that he's coming from are tend to be a little bit more violent like, i don't you know what i mean i disagree you don't you don't think they tend to be a little more violent I disagree because uh, tend to be more violent. I mean, what does that mean? He's from the Rolling Sixties Crip. The neighborhood, the people that he wants associated with, have a tendency had a tendency to be violent. Have a tendency to this yeah, guy. They're he gonna had, jump you in. The guy, the very guy that killed him, had a tendency to be violent. He's a known. I'm, I'm he's just, a known I don't. Like, I don't like how you're saying that. I don't like how you're saying that because who doesn't have a tendency to be you violent? Daryl, so 
Who doesn't have a tendency to be violent? If you have something to lose, I don't have you going outside just jumping off the fucking edge of a building to do something to so somebody that's, because that's, you got those some are two different Those are two different things. That's Having a tendency towards violence and a person who has nothing to lose. Those are two different things. I can see... Who has more guns in America? Black people or white people? White people. All right. Who has the more tendency towards violence then? What you need all them guns for? You a fucking afraid? What, what do you need all them guns for? Who has the more yeah. tendency to more vi- towards violence? Who, who actually who's been doing are most the of the most, mass killings yeah. in the United yeah, States? I'm not. I'm not absolving so, them. Don't so, don't so, try to isolate no, it. Uh, so I'm not I'm absolving them. I don't like to have more. T- the, the whole the to have more tendency for towards to violence. Speaking in, I think anybody given a certain set of certain certain set of circumstances will have a tendency well, towards violence. Absolutely. So the people that grew up in those environments where violence is normal. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm not these, as violent these, as these, the niggas that grew up. These boys is growing up playing video games. What's the difference? No, but what I I'm, can see some more hardcore shit on the internet than I can see in any hood. No, what I'm explaining to you is the niggas in that zone where he's from, mm-hmm. the people there. Not I'm not trying people, to absolve people. these people. I'm talking about people in a certain. I'm not trying to absolve these gang members and affiliates of their, their choices. But I'm just saying. The whole phrase tendency towards violence. I, I no, can't get with that. What I'm saying is I'm isolating it to a group. I think you're speaking broadly. Is that is that fair enough to say? I'm speaking directly to a certain type of p- person or people that you can be associated with that are tend to be a little more violent than I others. think if I grab ten people from that hood and ten people from another neighborhood, I can find Either the same or similar percentage of people who I would say have a tendency towards violence. You're talking about like 10 guys from the Rolling 60 Crips and 10 guys from the suburbs? Yep. Black guys too? They all tend to have the same tendency in violence? They grew up so you're talking about 10 black guys from the, from the suburbs, suburbs and 10 black guys from the hood? From the Rolling 60 Crips. They all do have I the same tendency. Do I think they're going to have the same tendency? To be violent? I don't. Or not Yes, I do. I think if you had 10, I don't 10. think all 10 of them are not going to have towards. People random. don't often. People aren't just violent just because they want to be violent. People react to We grew up, we normalize it. It's normalizing certain neighborhoods. Like, you are, you have no, a tendency to what it's like normalized. Just because something's normal to me doesn't mean, I can see somebody smoking crack every day. That doesn't mean I have a tendency to want to smoke crack. Just because I see violence every day doesn't mean I have a tendency towards violence. All right, so I'm saying we see people who don't see violence every day have a high tendency towards violence. If you went to a rehab for crackheads. Mm-hmm. Do, would you say the people in that rehab have a tendency to smoke crack? So you need to help them? They're former crackheads. They're crackheads. He All right, cool. So help. if you're from a violent neighborhood. But I haven't committed any violent crimes. No, he has, though. I don't, we don't know. I don't know. The, I'm telling you, the nigga that killed Nipsey Hussle was a oh, known okay, crack. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. a known killer around there. Okay. And what I'm saying is you have to limit the access to people that tend to be violent. But I'm saying that in that, that same to. place. Remember that fucking senator, white woman, shot in the fucking face. Yeah. She wasn't in no hood. That's different. There was a one person who made a choice, a reaction to something, made a choice, Who and that person had a tendency towards violence. You're saying a whole area. I'm saying a person. That's why I keep saying 10 people. It's going to be per person. It's not going to be because these people are from this area. I know, but what I'm saying is if you grew up in certain environments, you have certain experiences that you kind of get this normalized to you. Let's take some people from the Middle East. Let's take some people from a war-stricken area in Syria. You think they got a tendency towards violence? They've been, that's all they see. Think they got a high tendency towards violence? So? 
Some. There's always a minority. And I could take some some people from Europe, and you would say the same thing. Some. I don't think it has to do with where you're from. I don't necessarily think it has to do with what you're exposed to. Mm-hmm. I think it has to do with, yes, nature and nurture, but to a larger degree, your choice, your volatility. I think it's very personal. It was personal. No, it group. was personal. You're saying have, allowing a person like that to have access to you. It could have been a white extremist. It could have been fucking I Carl Winslow. It could have been it, whoever. <laughs> I don't know. Carl Winslow just popped in my head. I know. <laughs> <laughs> whoever. Like, I don't know. The, I just, I, I'm taking it. I'm taking offense, Ray, because I feel like I could be said to have a tendency towards violence. There and are I don't people, blame it on my neighborhood. You don't have to. This is just judgment. A person to place upon you. It's not really saying you're going to actually do something to somebody. I might. Then you tend to be a little more violent than most people. I think I do. So what do you think? What do you attribute that to? Attribute that to? I attribute that to. Uh, my natural aggression, I attribute it to a lack of patience. I attribute it to a desire to not argue, and that's probably the biggest part. I attribute it to my energy. I don't feel like arguing. I don't feel like doing too much talking and going back and forth with you. We can either handle this or we can leave it alone. I don't know. For, for me, handling this I think get violent. I think where where depends on where you grew up. I think I could have taken you and put you in an environment where aggression or those signs of aggression would have been looked upon as bizarre, and you would have adjusted and adapted to that environment, and therefore your tendency to be violent. Would I have grew up in a home been minimal with a father who is the complete opposite. My my dad don't want no static if he don't gotta have it. He is not aggressive. He is not trying to fight you. He'll do what you he got to do, but he is not the initiator. He's not short with the patience. So I'm saying that to say, I fuck, fuck the street. The most important environment is the home you grow up in. Absolutely. I grew up in a home where aggression was absolutely not tolerated, where I still was very much an aggressive person. It could be both things. So you're, you're so you're taking issue with me saying that they have a tendency to be violent from the people from that area have a yes, tendency to be violent, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. So to paint it with a broad brush is wrong, right? I agree. Yes. Is that fine? We say that all the time. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'll remove that mm-hmm. portion of it. The guy that killed him was known to be violent. Mm-hmm. All right. So speaking directly to that, you still have to limit access. I like I say, I keep my communication with niggas to a minimum. How do you limit the access, though? No, Definitely, one. Nipsey Hussle should have had security and blah, blah, blah. But apparently, that was it. That he was didn't one. want his security to know he was there. Apparently, his friend was getting out of jail. I he know. went to go get him some clothes. The guy came. He told the guy to go away. Guy came back and shot him. I mean, you can't plan that out. You can't protect for that. I'm not. Because if I keep going down this rabbit hole, it's going to sound like I'm victim blaming. I'm not. I'm just bringing awareness. I think to it's okay to have a little bit of victim no, blaming. No, I'm not victim blaming Because I do all. think it's important that he it not have be this accessible. I agree with you. Yeah. I do it think it's important. If we see Floyd Mayweather, and trust me, I definitely think I'm tough. But I think if me and Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather stood face to face, I think I'm going to have a hard time grabbing him because he's going to be piecing me the fuck up. So I, I, I'm just saying, if Floyd Mayweather is walking around with these huge-ass bodyguards and we know he got hands, 
maybe a gangster should be. Maybe, you know, person who's not that tough or who don't got those hands should be. I mean, come on. I it, definitely think it's a space for a little bit of victim I just, blaming. I'm just talking about filters. That's all. You got to create barriers. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you want to communicate with me, that you might have to talk to this person, talk to that person, and then you can talk. I say it's okay for you to talk to me. It's not just walk up to me and say what's up. I agree. That's all. Once and, you get to a certain space. And that's it. And if you're not you in my immediate in circle, and especially if you're not in my immediate circle, if you outside of my immediate circle, I'm sorry, you got to go through the barriers. You got to go through the protocol. And again, I'm happy he was there as a symbol for his neighborhood. And I hate that it has to be that way. I'm troubled by the fact that it has to be that way. I really wish that we could just go to ours, wherever we're from, and just be safe like that. But it just doesn't happen. It's not, you know, logical in most time in most times. So where I'm saying I have to limit my interaction with niggas is just because there are niggas out here that will throw your life away over nothing, over nothing at all. Sure. So how do we protect ourselves against that while also being connected? to the very neighborhood we come from and buy back the block and making our impact known or felt. I think you gotta be, I think there's a way to be present without being physically present. I don't have to be in the block to buy the block. On the block, around the block to buy the block. If you, it's like, I, see I don't want you to think I don't agree with you. Once you start making a certain amount of money, there definitely needs to be space between me and you. No matter who you are. And like you, unless you're in my media circle, you too close, man. You too close. Shay? I agree. Sad, but I agree. I said that earlier. Um, I think that outside of Nipsey Hussle being there that day or however often he frequented, again, I didn't really follow the man. Um, however often he was in the hood, I think his presence was felt, like you said earlier, in all the things that he did in the community, and he didn't have to be there for it to happen. But also, when things like that occur, right, when you, like, set things in place and you remove yourself from it, shit can go to mush very quickly when you put power in other people's hands because they don't have the same. You'll never have not one person on your team that believes in your dream in the way that you believe in your dream. So you have to put somebody that cares less in a position of authority over these things that you want to go well. So maybe Nipsey didn't want that to happen because it could have he could have did these things and then said, my man, you in charge, you in charge. They don't give a fuck about it. They gonna start um, taking money off the top, Somebody doing whatever the fuck they gonna do. So it's, it's just a really tough spot to be in when you really care. And I think, and what I've learned about him in his death, he genuinely gave a fuck. So he didn't want things to happen in that effect. So you take a risk either way, honestly. One of them could be your life and the other one could be which the, the, the legacy you're trying to leave sure. with the life that you have. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's a tough choice to make and I don't... And just take you one can't, dickhead. That's all. That's all. That's all. One dickhead. That's all. But it only it takes one dickhead, and then, but it was a long line of dickheads that made it so we get to this point that people already know from jump. Once I do this, I'm I'm out. I can't do this because it's happened through history. Like this is, it's a common theme. It's not like no new shit. This Nipsey Hustle thing ain't new to nobody. For real. For real. It, that's the, really not. That's the bad. That's the crazy part. Because at first I'm like, 
the nigga in me like, nigga, what the fuck he got going on out? Like the first, my instinct, what the fuck he got going on out there? And the nigga was just smoking like that. Because what I be thinking about is, you know, of course they got their public persona, but behind the scenes niggas be, you know, two different type of niggas. I hope you everything you say you are. You know what I mean? So it just be like, what fuck? Like, why the energy was that strong for mm-hmm. him? You know what I mean? So I do leave a window open to say, like, niggas be on some extra shit. Like, was he on some extra shit? But then when you get to the bottom of what happened, like, when they say, you know, what it was over, it's just like, that's when it gets back to, yeah. Like, that's, that's why. Where, you, where it gets back to being a person making a choice. Yeah, your feelings was that hurt, cuz? Because the neighborhood will uplift you. There are a lot of people that say, yo, like, he's the he's not to be fucked with. Don't go over there. Don't even, don't sell over there and sell drugs. Like, that's what you call a block. Like, that ain't happening around here. You can't recruit here. him. He's right. got a future. You can't do this. Don't touch her. Like, we will protect our own. But it's just, like, those people that exist in those spaces, there's always going to be that person. So you just got to have that for, every, like, you got, not for everybody, but just to protect against, like, shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's not for all y'all, but it's just, it take one motherfucker to slip through the cracks. And this is somebody, again, he knew, obviously, but it was a reason he didn't want Boy around. I don't want you around me for this reason. Some boys a snitch. But then I heard another account where the, um, uh, Hustle's business partner said to do came to talk about rap stuff. It's about music. And she was like, no, you're not hot or something. I'm they deeply see, paraphrasing. Yeah, I saw, I saw what the bull said. He said it was about music, but also, I think it was in conjunction with that. You could have, two things can be true. Like, it was about, bull was coming at him about music and the fact when Nipsey heard bull was right. So, it was like, alright, go get your paperwork and, you know what I mean, we can have a conversation. He knew him already, though. Mm-hmm. So, we can have a conversation. So, that brings your defensive down, defenses down, of course. But still, who am I associating with? I'm associating with a nigga that has a lot less to lose than I do. Not saying your your guard is still be up in that matter, but the big picture is he has a lot less to lose than I do. So I'm okay with saying your guard should always be up. I wanna I wanna at least say that for me and make that clear. I don't think it's healthy. I don't think it's natural. But I mean, hey, I think you should definitely always have your guard up. Once you start trusting people who have not really shown you that they can trust be trusted you're doomed for failure right time's gonna happen because you can't take everybody for shade it's just so easily assume that somebody's on a scheme take some money and for at least for me they just 100 percent agree somebody gonna do something somebody gonna do something yeah this is the way the cookie crumbles it is so i don't know i just think it's sad man and and it just reminds me again of why, you know, we gotta be on our P's and Q's just as black men because we got threats from both sides. Like we got, you know what I mean? We got the we got the people that look like us that do whatever to us and we got the people that don't look like, like us that's gonna do whatever to us. So where do we exist? Like where do we find our place of comfort or solace? Like So that's when I feel where I feel like buying the blocks makes perfect sense. Cause I have not given up on the thought of another black Wall Street buying the uh, the plaza, get a market in there, really segregate that community, tighten it up. I think all that makes sense. Do I think he need to be standing in front of the store? Probably not. <coughs> I just would have thought it would have came a different way. 
I would assume I don't obviously I don't, I'm not in no gang so I don't know mm. that gang shit but I would just assume what happened to the Bloods and Crips shit y'all not killing each other no more no, they I mean, like, like being together over this or something yeah they, they all went out there and they had like they a march. march together um, this dude big Crip dude out there named Big U um, major Crip ball out there like he led the march or whatever and I don't think they be tripping like they used to. I don't think they yeah, do I either. Think so either. I don't think they've been for a while. So, I mean, we so can, the LAPD like, is probably pissed Then again, up. I should feel comfortable, <laughs> right? What, in your own neighborhood? Yeah, if I'm not thinking the I mean, ideally, opposite gang is after me. Ideally. I'm with my people. Right, ideally. But again, those one-off motherfuckers that, you know, that just make it hard for everybody else. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the next rapper that emerged out of that uh, same area? Suppose, or what's the next whatever? Mm-hmm. The next person to emerge out of that area and reach a, hot, a certain level of success. What's their motivation? What's to stop them from saying, fuck all y'all, I'm out. Y'all so, see, I, this is what y'all did to Nick. My right? advice is, that's fuck all y'all, I'm out until I get into a position where I can give back and not have to be here. I don't want to see y'all again. So this is why people I are running see y'all off. in the controlled environments. This is why niggas get their money or get their success and run off. And that's what I'm saying. And we eat our own, man. And when you get no one, they give you ass for a white girl. Get down. <laughs> Go ahead. Get down. So, it's sad. It is, man. But I was saddened by it. It really, really, really broke my heart, man. And then when I Not found me. out when it was over, it, it actually kind of exhausted me. Um, after a point, I was thoroughly annoyed with all of the posts. No disrespect to the man. Sure. I was just so exhausted with the uh, Nipsey was, you know, my right hand man. Doubt it, but okay. Uh, this is a conspiracy against oh, the oh, right. That was the weird. That's, oh, I hate that. Go ahead. Oh, it was just that. exhausting, right? Because you put so much energy into whatever thought process you have, right? And you and learning about him and his death and learning about all the things that he was doing, you um all this conspiracy conversation, all the energy you putting into it, again, you just so quick to jump on something. You didn't give it time. You didn't really you didn't want to give it time. You just let it breathe for a second. Let it breathe. But all the energy you put into it, you've become the conspiracy. You are the conspiracy. All that energy could have been put into as soon as it happened. You went to this conspiracy theory. It could have went into continuing what the fuck he started. You could have done so many other things, but you spent all this fucking time bitching about something that wasn't. And now you're probably going to say, ah, government did it anyway. They let that man out to do this thing. Whatever the case may be. But shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, people are weird. I mean, so it always exposes the, the so, weird shit. So we're definitely let's let's but let's be fair. We're definitely here for a conspiracy. But I'm always here for a conspiracy. You know <laughs> that. I'm down for but it. In this situation is just seems you can't jump to a conspiracy that fast. Like you gotta let it breathe. You gotta like let some information come Listen, out. Listen, we got conspiracies behind all the shit that be ignorant shit that they, like when Tupac got killed. We had conspiracy behind that. When Biggie got killed, there's conspiracy well, there behind that. Conspiracy behind Tupac getting killed. Like, dude, sometimes it could have just been the most simple shit. shit. Niggas just nigging, and we got to hold niggas accountable for nigging. 
And that's all I'm saying. Whatever we come up with these conspiracies, sometimes we forget to acknowledge the real motherfucking players in the situation and that they're the fucking issue. But that's the point. That's when I, when I say, like, we the conspiracy, that's the hook right there. Like, you, you get so caught up. Like, motherfuckers don't even have to do anything that's that's any type of conspiracy because they say these motherfuckers going to jump right on this bandwagon. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take their eyes off the prize, and this is what it's going to be. They're going to harp on this shit for a while, and then some other thing will happen. Mm -hmm. But just, like, be a little smarter about it. There were black men in places far more... Um, Let's call it important. Let's call it influential. Yeah, That's far right. more influential than Nipsey Hussle that were doing shit that give a fuck about the community that speak out about it in a vigorous way that heads ain't roll yet. So what the fuck? Why? Why? What made Nipsey so special? And everybody's like, it's the Doctor What Sabi um, documentary oh he was God. coming out with. Yeah, uh, I just yeah, I just cringe. <sighs> I was cringing at the conspiracy theory shit. I couldn't. I just I was just ignoring people, and that's what I'm saying too. Keep that same energy. You see how we all admitted that we wasn't that deep into his music, that you know, in his death, that we learned more about him prior than we knew. Prior to this all happening, like all of a sudden everybody's his biggest fan and everybody been playing Nipsey Hustle all week. Did oh I my listen god, to the... Jesus Christ! <laughs> I haven't listened to... to his song. I've been like anybody that I'm with and they play his shit. I'm like, oh, oh. I listened, I listened. I went back and listened to the Victory Lap album. I did because I was trying to remember why I didn't like it. Sure. And I listened to it again. And it was still alright to me. It wasn't the it's greatest shit I ever heard. It's, like, it's not bad though. It's it's alright music. But I was never the biggest mute. But I go back and watch his interviews and I realize that's why I liked him. You know what I mean? It was about what he spoke about, what he represented. And I thought the message that he was trying to put out there honestly was beneficial for the greater good for our community. I agree with that. So to take him out was just weird. Or for him to get killed like that was just weird to me. But then I was just like, niggas is not going to continue to nig. Was it a conspiracy? to me, it was a surprise. I was surprised. <laughs> but niggas going to continue to nig. Like, it don't matter. Like I said, as you ascend, sometimes you got to live in excess motherfuckers have to you. I think most times. Hmm. There's always somebody that's going to be a hater. Or if you don't got a hater, you ain't popping, dog. Right. Anywhere. Or not just that, but it's just like, Remember, um, Selena Road manager killed her. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I mean, like, right. She was president of her fan club. Right. Crying like, out, I can't believe I did this. We all seen Selena. Yeah, man. I, I think about other people, like, on a on a more micro level, but, like, even when, um, Eric got killed. Hmm. When he came home from, um, IUP, I mean, mm -hmm. not IUP, LA. And the way that shit happened to him, like, dog, you know, certain shit. When shit happened to nigga, I'm like, yeah, I could have, you know what I mean? I could have mm -hmm. seen that shit. This nigga be. But when it happened in those type of situations, it's like, what are we supposed to do? Right. Like, what do you mean? I can't go out and enjoy myself. Like, I can't well, be around my, I can't be around gotta, my we people. We got to look at the details. Apparently, wasn't Eric and supposed to be involved in an argument? Regardless. It was I'm not argument. saying you should get shot for an argument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying. Regardless. 
He wasn't randomly picked, is what I'm saying. My nigga. What I'm saying is an argument between you and another guy. I don't think you're about to pull your pistol and blow his brain. I do. See? I don't think you're do. about to well, pull yeah, not it in me. an argument. No, not in an argument. I might say, listen, dog, what you trying to do? And we're going to talk about it. But, <laughs> but no, I'm not just going to shoot you. That's what I'm saying. But, but I'm saying I know that there are people who will. How many people want to fight me? I might be selling cocky right I, now. I, I told you but that a lot we of We grab a hundred, right, right. We grab a hundred people, just random guys off the street. Most of them not gonna want to fight. Not gonna want to fight me. You Niggas don't want to fight all, me. A hundred, you give them all a gun. Well, what's Niggas the easier way to handle it? Fight. <laughs> Period. That's I don't it. know. My homie like, uh, Jamil got killed. Uh, I guess it's been a, yeah, it's a week now. Week and a half. And I cried about it. So my uncle died maybe now it was two years ago. They didn't cry. People die all the time. But it's been two deaths where I've cried. Brittany's death I cried. And my man Jamil's death I cried. And I think for me a part of it is because it helps me remember my own mortality. These are people who are literally my exact age. People who I in one case went to high school with. In Jamil's case knew since at least middle school to, to present. But then you gotta look at the details. I was definitely upset. Talking about how things weren't fair. Good job, Clarence. Shitting me, bro. Definitely upset. <laughs> definitely upset. Talking about how things didn't fair, uh, wasn't fair. But then when I heard the details, for example, in Jamil's case, dispute, dispute, dispute. Long story short, he rams his car into the baby mom's boyfriend's car. Baby mom's boyfriend gets out, lights up the car. Bang, bang, bang. He gets shot at least twice. So I expect that to happen. Very much I expect... That nobody's gonna want to fight. Very much, I expect that if you don't do something first, if you're trying to use fists, if you don't do something first, you got a good chance of getting stabbed or shot. I know I always got something on me. Likewise. But I think that like why proves Ray's point that damn I can't go out and have fun anymore because ain't nobody. I can't go out and have fun again in an argument. Resolve this. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, but that's not something you can. Sometimes you just can't avoid an argument, like, or you don't even know that that's about to happen. You bump into a girl and she get all uptight Certain. about it and go tell her nigga. And now he's at shit, throat over some dumb shit. That and well, you, I'm at a place that I shouldn't be. I'm not around those type of people. But I feel that. But that too. you can't really that's control it. that either, for real, that's for true. real. Because those type of people can infiltrate. But I'm just saying, for the most part, then you like the word. Out. There's a lot of people. You can't look like the normal person, right? Now. There's a lot of people that have that. End up in environments that we frequent that have less to lose than we had, and they're willing to throw. Put it like, you then you look like, but then you look like the weirdo, you and you kind of change. That's what I'm saying. It's a weirdo, right? But he stood out as the weirdo. But still, it, put, it puts me in like pointing a finger at him. But like, like my you, thing, my thing is, you're not with the vibe. Here. I always keep saying, yo, I ain't trying to fight no. I don't want no trouble. Reason why I'm putting that shit actively out there because I don't want to be in a position where my back's against the wall. Mm-hmm. No. Never ran, never will. That's just that's the that's the the adage. So it's just like we don't want to be put in these situations. I don't want to get in no tense interactions with nobody. I don't want to fight nobody. I don't want no trouble from nobody, especially if I'm going to be out here. You know what I'm saying? Because there are too many guys that just don't value life the way I do. They don't, or niggas that just aren't rational when they get emotional. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't in, aren't in charge and control of their emotions the way mm-hmm. I feel as though they should be. So with that in mind, I have to be mindful of whom I'm dealing with or how I deal with people. I mean, I'm not always rational and in charge of my emotions. 
So, I mean, I can't imagine that anybody else is. Unless you've been practicing all these years. It's, Unless you're some type of Shaolin monk or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, some motherfuckers... Do you just... ever really try to control your mind? No. Which you actually have to like learn. meditating. You, you have, to, have to learn. I can't meditate for shit. You gotta learn. <laughs> it's it's you not... You don't meditate. just, like... Yeah, like, you switch. really have to... Yeah. No, it's, it's an active really fucking thing. Time. I, I couldn't, yeah, I never tried. How do you try to meditate? How do you start, right? Honestly, I, there is, I just go somewhere where it's silent and just try to quiet my mind. How? How? How do you try to quiet your mind? I don't know. Mind? Just, I don't know. I don't know how to meditate. So it's you should just focus on your breathing. You should breathe in your nose out your mouth. Focus on diaphragmatic breathing. Allow your belly to expand and contract. Some people like to imagine there's a balloon in their stomach. You put your hand on your stomach, a book on your stomach. Make sure it rises when you inhale. Make sure it drops as you exhale. And if you focus on your breathing, like really focus on your breathing, because you don't think about blinking. You don't think about breathing. But if you focus on these things, you'll be amazed at how quick your mind goes silent. Because these are the things you don't think about that happen naturally, that when you think about it, you start doing it correctly. Right now, you're not breathing, right? I see your chest moving. I know half the time I'm not breathing, right? even though I actually practice it. That's how you can get into the joint. That's why I can have a quick 15 second meditation session to quickly get my shit together because I'll be ready to snap. Mm. That's how I have to do in court sometimes. Sitting in front of a judge who's fucking disrespectful. I don't know how often you go to court or you go to court as a, mind you, I'm not often going as a plaintiff or defendant. I'm going as a witness, a professional witness. So disrespectful. So, so disrespectful. No, I know some. Yeah, when they talk to you, yeah. so really, just like, like, like they really are judge and jury the whole situation, yes. and they behave they, as they got such. The power and like they that's king, their huh? courtroom. That's my bad. That's disrespectful. Their courtroom. That's why. I, that's why I tell my workers, like, listen, when you go into a courtroom, just imagine, even if it's a woman, it's a guy, don't matter. That's their king, and that's their kingdom. Whatever they say, goes. What it is, yo. That is so crazy. Yeah, it's I can so imagine. Crazy. But <laughs> But yeah, I gotta I gotta I gotta try to meditate, man. I'm I'm you don't I'm know how many times I've been in court just like shaking. Not cause I'm scared. Cause you know that feeling, not when you, it's like it's a bit of fear, it's a bit of anger. Because they it's hold like the weight of the window. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. Dog, if one of your case workers get a no re no reasonable effort, fuck You're fucked. You're messing up the money. Like, you're fucked until you get it right. You're fucked. And then it could be some... Oh, my God. Even I for no dumb shit that you for. didn't even have any control over, dog. So, so when we say no reasonable effort, so here's how it goes. At least in Philadelphia, right? You'll get... A, a, a dependent child will have court, and you're a professional witness if you're a case manager, super uh, social worker, whatever. And they will say specific things for you, DHS in Philadelphia cool or DHS for you to do. So refer a kid to this, give the kid a bed, do X, Y, and Z. Very specific things for you to do. And if you don't do those things and you can't demonstrate that you made Effort. reasonable efforts <laughs> to do those things, like she had to get fucked up. I did the referral two times and the agency didn't have the availability. That's not going to get you no reasonable efforts. I didn't do the referral at all. That's going to get you no reasonable efforts. Or I did the referral one time. Judge might not care, but then the child has an attorney. Parents have an attorney. They can request. A judge shouldn't just randomly say no reasonable efforts. Somebody should be requesting that you get no reasonable efforts. And then that, 
at least in Philadelphia, you won't get paid from that court date, from the court date of that order, mm-hmm. until you get reasonable efforts. Yep. So then there's no money coming in for that case, because each case, you got to get money coming in. So that's what no reasonable efforts are. I've got no reasonable efforts, not as a worker, but as a supervisor, because I was covering a case one time for one of my workers, and uh, the judge, the kid, we got the kid a bid, but the, the frame didn't come. The mattress only came. Can't control for that. But... Uh, Understanding why the judge agreed to it, we didn't make no moves to like then quickly follow up and try to buy a new one. We did call and say, "Yo, re-deliver it." Issues happened, but we didn't try to buy a new one. So the child advocate, which in some other places is gonna be called guardian ad litem, but basically the attorney for the child, asked for no reasonable efforts, and the judge gave us no reasonable effort for a fucking bed frame. Wow. I'm like, Your Honor, I'm trying everything. The judge is not sleeping on the floor. I mean, the child's not sleeping on the floor. Like, right. <laughs> things happen. We're working with a credit card. I can't just do this. Like, he wasn't hearing it. I got no reason that efforts happens. one time. I had literally just got the case the day before. DHS that. worker, nowhere to be found. Like, hitting her up, emailing her, emailing her supervisor. The orders in um, the database were from the court the court uh, hearing prior to the last one. Okay. No orders. There's nothing. How the hell you know what you're supposed to do? I didn't get forwarded. The, that's why I'm hitting every... I'm hitting up other attorneys. I'm hitting up the child advocate. Like, somebody fucking help me, dog. <laughs> like, I don't even... I go see this kid. Mom's all like, oh, I just want him to be home. Yeah, you okay, but do you know what, what was said? <laughs> like, what was said? Help me figure out what I got to do, what call I got to put in, what paperwork I got to submit, what referral I need to do. I get there. I was supposed to find him a, a placement, um, but was also supposed to, it was, he. they wanted all these things in play, all these three different things in play because they didn't know what they wanted to do with him. Mm-hmm. I knew none of it. So I had nothing. I'm just like, I really hope they understand it. You can't really plead your fucking case. And of course, it was a dickhead judge. So I can't say shit. So I'm just like, okay, Your Honor. Okay, Your Honor. Pretending to write shit down. Like, I know what the fuck I got to do now because I got the court order in my hand now. But I didn't have it yesterday when I got the case put on my desk because that's when I got introduced to this fucking family. It was a dumb shit. I got back to the office. They're like, um, Deshae, can you come to my office, please? Yes. Oh, we gotta talk about your no reasonable effort. Ugh. Like, well, gotta what happened? What the? You gave me this fucking case. Fuck you, me. What happened, dog? You didn't have it set up for me. You set me up the fucking file. And now y'all looking at me all dumb. Luckily, the uh, we went back to court like a week after, and everything was in order. But it was still fucked up. Yeah, they'll give you a short court date for stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. That like was a tangent. Yes. It really uh, was. <laughs> that was an ugly situation. Ugly ass situations. I don't even know. I don't even know how we got the court, honestly. I, was, yeah. I feel like I brought up court. Um, Doesn't matter. Well, we're anyway. Happy. Yeah, we're here. Back to our, our focus for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Nipsey Hussle, his words, and buying back the block. Yeah, man. I mean, I would like to see what that looks like. I think it all sounds good in theory owning property, especially in the city. Let's remember that no matter what, white flight is all gonna always gonna come back. The money is in the city. There's no money in the suburbs. So buy the property in the city. Retain the property in the city. Don't take care of the property. Yeah, in yeah the take city. care of the property in the city. Don't get bought out or 
allow the tax gentrification to affect your taxes. You can't meet your taxes. A lot of these cities offer credits and programs. And I know Philadelphia does uh, to, hint to address your taxes. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It sounds good to me. I don't know how realistic it is. What, buying back the block? Because mm-hmm. buying back the block, to me, is buying the block in a poor, disenfranchised area. I'm all for buying a block. But, again, it matters where the block is. Yeah, like, of course you want it to be a, a good investment. You don't want to make bad investments. I'm against bad investments, too. So, if you're going to come in and do something positive and redevelop it and try to... My issue is, again, we have to raise the mind state of the people that's going to be there before we can just put them in these places. Because I was just saying, my, my neighborhood was cool. I feel like, like that's what he was trying to do, though. I mean, yeah. I think so. He was, he was doing that, but... So then, how do how do we and look what happened? How do we promote people having value in their community? Really wanted to take care of the community, bro. Um, That's the that's the higher question. Probably kill everybody off in the community currently, (laughs) and And, and take the young ones. No, kill them off. They fucking gotta die, right? Old people gotta die. Old people gotta die because they are fine. Now we talking about people our age. Now we the old people. Yeah, in this situation, yeah, the older people in the community actually have a different energy because the fluctuation of how neighborhoods are. Is generation you. to generation, right? When my dad lived in the house on 60th Street, when he was a child, it was a different ball game. It was mostly white people. Mm-hmm. It was different. My when I grow grew up in 60th Street, it was all black people. Shit's fucked up. It's bad. It's still some people on the block that remember the days because they've been there forever. But it's a different ball game. So old people gotta die in this situation. The neighborhoods are the people that are our age. They haven't seen anything but the fucked up nature of how it is. They mm-hmm. have to still kill them all off, right? Take the old people, take the children, put them somewhere else, right? <laughs> Hold up, I'm rolling with it. Keep going. I'm Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Put them somewhere else for the moment, right? Feed them knowledge. Feed them knowledge. All while redeveloping the neighborhood. Bring them back. Everything's Here's. fine. <laughs> what about the trauma of the loss of the children's parents? Thanos. The She's trauma. Thanos right now. I'm just letting her be Thanos. Just go ahead. She got the she got the fucking infinity stone. Yes, and she God, she letting that shit go. I got my God, I was just letting her be Thanos for no, a minute. I'm with that, you. Listen, I definitely said I, I wanna kill I wanna <laughs> I wanna kill the monster. I don't wanna kill the people. It's so crazy but how I'm watching our fixes have to do with people dying. Damn. Um, oh. Go ahead, Daryl. Because how um, else can you erase the mindset of a generation, though? Um, I don't. It really it starts in the fucking home, dog. I grew up. You know, you see where I grew up. It's not lit, but that's where I grew up. But I had my mother and father in my house who had a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Like they they had a different vision for what was to come. That house is still my father's house. But he's not there. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. he had a different plan for things, and that's like where it all really starts. But again, he had to have the vision for it. He had to have that mind for it. Most people don't. They don't see it that way, and it came from the people before them. It wasn't something they just like walked into. Like, oh, I don't give a fuck about this. This is the dumbest shit. This is where I'm gonna die because mm-hmm. people just die here, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It came from somewhere else. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Thanos comes through, kill all the ignorant people, keeps their children, and their children grow up not wanting to Well, kill they have Thanos. their grandparents, so I'm not going to kill them because they knew the place when it was different, <laughs> you know? But their grandparents might have started it. Yeah, because oftentimes, it. at least in our reality. Well, all right, let's not kill them. Let's put it I hear <laughs> the grandparents saying that they, the older ones, the 70s and 60s, I don't know if I should say the older ones, but the 70s and 60s saying it's really their fault. It's their kids who are the most fucked up generation. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be what, Generation X? No, that's before Generation X. Baby boomers, Generation, generation X. X. Gen- I wasn't Generation X before. What was before Millennials? When did Generation millennials X start? Is, is millennials is Generation Y. Gen X, Baby uh, Boomers. Our, my little sister, and the ones after us is the Edgers. Gen so it Z. might be Baby Boomers, Gen X. What the fuck is then. that? It might be. I just took a training on it, so that's why. Generation I know. the baby boomers was what after the Korean War or after? I don't know. You don't, don't World War Two. <laughs> those are, those it are the kids the born in the, in the uh, I think in the sixties. Baby boomers was the sixties. No, the, no, they got to be before the sixties. No, 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 no. Right? Gen X is the sixties. Because the baby boomers was the hippies. Right? It was after a war because all the men came, that's home when they came home. home the Gen Y is yeah. us, and that's, that's the eighties. Catch up. So probably the forties, the forties and fifties. So it was World War. Two. Yeah. World War Two ended forty five, forty six. All right, whatever. Yeah, so that was, well, I think that was you gotta figure though, their kids are the crackheads. Yeah, the crackheads I mean, was the new people born in the fifties and the ones 60s. making the crack babies. Yeah, were their kids. Um, so you saying who fucked up the generations? It could have been them. I mean, I'm not necessarily ask, asking a question. I just the started that conversation. Is, I'm saying, how do you erase? Fucked up a little bit. Like yeah. it's just the progressiveness no, of fuck but the up. crack era. Fucked up a lot. That shit was mm-hmm. catastrophic. That shit was like Hiroshima. Be still suffering the effects of the crack era right we had now. Yeah, the pass down of it. That like, shit I don't know like what causes autism, bomb. but I know some of the Nobody stuff we knows. putting into our bodies yeah. have to have the taking some effect on our mental health. Age Especially when we know that anytime we ingest metal, it fucks with our brain, right? Not mm-hmm. just lead. Any metal you ingest fucks with your brain. So that fish, some of the food we the eat, right? Korean <coughs> fish. Mm. Uh, other mercury in medicine, other metals in medicine. I'm not saying I got answer. I'm just saying I know Come on, metal Swake. in our body affects our mental health. Yeah, I imagine so. Um, yeah, the crack epidemic definitely fucked up a lot, but everybody fucked up. Yeah. Everybody fucked up. Like I think that. To absolve anybody of any responsibility in what we are doing now would be an injustice to all. Like everybody mm-hmm. fucked up at yeah. some point in time. I don't know, man. My neighborhood looked like Night of the Living Dead. I'm I'm around there, and yeah, you want to have hope, but you just see how committed people are to their ignorance. Mm-hmm. That it's just like, bruh. They no, they live this shit. They swear and live and die by this shit. So it's not even like a you trying to introduce them to something different or a higher level of consciousness. This is their consciousness. This is what they choose for themselves, and they don't want nothing different. So you can't really force that shit down their throat. Like, look, I got a, I got a, 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 a issue with with uh, the 60th Street corridor. Like, I hate it. I don't even like driving down it. Mm-hmm. And. Like my 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 oldest brother be out there, my uh oldest oldest brother be out there, and I'll just be asking like, Doug, how? Like, 
how do you just chill around? Like, he love it. He live and thrive around that shit and everything. And, I mean, he grew up around there. Mm-hmm. So, of course, like, I get it. But it's just, like, and he's not, like, a f- fucked up individual. Like, he, yeah, just like us. But he just loves that neighborhood. And I'll just be, like, like you put yourself in those environments. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what makes you... But he just, like, that's my hood. Like, I'm good around there. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, if you good with it, who am I to say, yo, it's not that's good what I'm for saying. you? You know that what I'm saying? That level of comfort because you feel like you good. I that's mean, yeah, that. Say, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. in a, in regards to if that's what makes you happy. Like, somebody's happy with something. Yeah, who are and you, you like, I'm tr- I feel that. Um, somebody posed a question to me the other day, and I could not remember what it was. And, and you saying something just now that you said it reminded me of it um i think something just about the ignorance actually this whole conversation when do we hold people accountable for their own actions right you can so some uh skinhead make america great again i was about to say shay you support him <laughs> um, whatever that type of person, but they grew up in a house that that's all they saw, that's all they knew, that in a community that way. Mm-hmm. When do we hold them accountable for their own actions? Like when do we say it goes beyond this now? Now it's your choice. Right. You've made a choice here. When is it, when do we like make think, that judgment call? I think the when is when the person has access to the knowledge that would absolve them of their ignorance. Um, Everything after that, you're making a choice with either the option to have the knowledge or the knowledge. I think that they got to suffer from the actions first. So them being held accountable is the top of the pier. Like, all right, you did this. This is a response. Like, you want to jail, you get the death penalty. But then as we peel back the layers, then we can tag accountability. Definitely. What the to, fuck did they do? I'm just Shit. saying, whatever the case may be. Or whatever consequences mm-hmm. they suffer because of the... Their lifestyle, right. and then we start to peel back the layers. Like, oh, this is how you were raised. Mm-hmm. Oh, now. But I is it an excuse? Like, I mean, no, it's not an excuse. But so. we only give that to white people. We don't. Black boys don't get that excuse, right? Mm-hmm. Black boys are just like, no, they're just violent. Yeah. Because they're black. Yeah. So it's not really. It's not an age. Like, it's no set age of when you say, oh, you're responsible for your own actions because you're 18 years old. No. You're responsible when you're aware of what you're doing. Yeah, you you do you are making a choice at this point. At some point prior to this, you weren't making a choice because you had no idea that there was another way to live, there was another way to see people, there was another way to do things. But once you realize and you see that there is, in my opinion, anyway, you realize is is another way you could have went about this shit, and you still go that same way. <coughs> mm-hmm. Um. Kind of your fault, fam. Yeah. I'll even take it a step further. Once you have access or the ability to have access and know that you have the ability to gain access to more information, you can be willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. I still mm-hmm. think if you're willfully ignorant, you, you should be held accountable. That's, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Ignorance is no excuse is what they say, right? Not in this world. Not when we all can literally access the internet. And right. Ignorance is no excuse. Billions upon billions of answers. So, anything, yeah, I mean, literally. Yeah. So yeah, so we come through with the, like Thanos. Kill I mean, all I the, really kill all don't the, see any other way. My <laughs> only other way, <laughs> my only other way is that I believe money talks. And while I don't think giving money is the answer, I think giving people access 
to money is the answer. I don't know that a person... People will take the easier route. Some people will. But I don't know if a person is told, all right, listen, in 10 years of selling this drug, you will run the risk of getting shot or killed uh, or going to jail, and you'll make a million dollars in hand. You have that option, or option two is, and over those same 10 years, we can you can get employment at company X, You'll be able to bring home over 10 years, $500,000. So half of what you can make on the block. But you don't run the risk of being shot. You don't run the risk of incarceration. You don't run the risk of all these negative outcomes. You think that most people would... What do you think most people would choose? Honestly, I still think niggas going to choose the block. And this is why I say that. We've been told the path to, I mean, the path, if we take that path that we're going to end up in jail or dead, that shit been beat down. My but we haven't gotten an alternative. No, but what I'm saying is you, the alternative was always that. there. We yeah, always, always have an alternative. Well, yeah, yeah, I shouldn't, say, I shouldn't say that. But I'm saying there. like everybody hasn't had Bro. the alternative presented to them or believe they had access to the alternatives. I don't know. And, I don't and this know. is me I'm holding this accountable. Like, at the end of the day, the alternative was always there. Mm-hmm. Niggas saw the allure of the game, and that was so much more attractive that they ignored all the fucking signs that was clear to them because we watch people go to jail. We mm-hmm. watch people get killed. But at the same time, <clears throat> when we saw how lit the niggas, so we start to think, oh, we can do it better than them. I ain't, I ain't stupid like that nigga. That nigga was stupid. He ain't, you know what I mean? My niggas would never do that to me. Me and my niggas, we tighter than that. Like, it gets to the point where we just manipulate ourselves into believing that that won't be us because of whatever we can conjure up in our head. So, I think niggas had that alternative at the very start of it. It would really take a radical change in our perception of ourselves and what we really want at the end of the day. Like, there are people... St- Seeing people that take the sprint, and if you can jump on that train while it's moving, I'm on that bitch. And then there's people taking the slow route. So if you look up 10 years from now, yeah, the nigga that took the slow route, he's there. And you might have hit your head, and now you ended up further back than you was when you first started. So it's just like, why not take the risk? Like, motherfuckers is just throwing it all away. I don't think. I think there's fewer risk takers than there are risk takers. I think given the opportunity, given the knowledge, given the information, given the choice, I definitely think there will be plenty of people who choose to be the drug dealer. But I do think more people would go for the long game. Have y'all been watching, uh, I don't know if it was Brainchild. This is one of these shows on Netflix, but the guy has a plate of mar- marshmallows. Yeah, marshmallows. One marshmallow in front of one kid, one marshmallow in front of another kid, blah, blah, blah. And so that's to the kid. You can make a choice. You can eat this marshmallow now, and you get no more marshmallows, or you can wait five minutes, and I'll give you as many marshmallows as you want. Most of those kids were able to wait. Definitely some kids and some adults took the marshmallow. 
said, fuck it. Then tried to hide, make different like choices. Any of this shit. What if you like marshmallows? marshmallows? <laughs> All right, if, if I say, you know, I got this lobster tail. Yeah, whatever. Like something that you are, are appetizing and intrigued I want honestly... A Snickers. Mind. This is not about me. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying that doesn't give me my answer. That doesn't mm-hmm. make me feel like one way or another. But I think, especially as a child, I think a child has more of a long, a sh- very much has a short-term mindset, mm-hmm. but can think long-term. Mm-hmm. More than somebody who's grew up in the sprint, not thinking about the marathon. Right. I mean, I don't know about you. That's how I was living. I didn't start thinking about a marathon until I was mid-20s. Um, it was hard for me not to. It was hard for me to not sprint, honestly. Toughest thing I did in my life was not sprint. Because everybody was sprinting. (laughs) Like, niggas was out on the track. And I'm just like, yo. I think um, the Thanos idea is still (laughs) taking precedent in my mind. Right. But I am also thinking about, I don't know who said it, but um, some person spoke about, I actually was on Hidden Colors. We don't value ourselves, right, as that black too. people. We don't have respect for ourselves. We have to give that back to the people. Or people have to start to get that in order for anything to be different. Because if you don't value yourself, how the fuck can anybody else value you? How can you even think that anybody else will value you? Now, if you, and if you have that all in your mind, like, I don't value myself, you're not even aware of that, right? You're not even aware of that's why you think nobody else values you. But the thought is pressing that nobody else values you. So what do I have to lose? What, like... What do I have to gain, really? I'm just fucking here floating about. And because of this idea, all these things that kind of hold us captive to ourselves, when you really think about it. Like, it was... Systems were put in place a long time ago. And some of those systems are holding us back. But a lot of it is just us holding holding ourselves back. Self-inflicted, bro. But it was a system that made it so. Absolutely. But we still right. have access to the systems that get us out of it. Right. I'm not saying that, that. Listen, we have to fully acknowledge what was done to us in the past that has prevented us from getting to certain heights within our communities. But we also have to forget. I mean, we also have to hold ourselves accountable for how we participate. And how we Now that we have this information what we done with it moving forward. Mm-hmm. That's why when, you know, things do happen in our neighborhoods for us to hold the people accountable when they do the shit and not just jump to a conspiracy theories because we need to make sure we out these motherfuckers who's making it uncomfortable for people like us to come back to our neighborhoods and make them a better place to live for the generations to come. Mm-hmm. The reason that niggas is leaving the neighborhoods is because of people like that. And we're not weed them. We're not doing enough a good enough job to weed them out. Mm-hmm. We're not making it a priority to say, yo, this will not be tolerated in this neighborhood. You will not be able to sell drugs in this corner. No, you can't loiter on in front of the store. Like there's not going to be any violence. You're not going to ride up and down the street and sell drugs a hundred miles an hour on this block. It's just not going to happen. Take that shit somewhere else or stop selling fucking drugs. That, Standard, like we don't give each other, uh, each other enough of a standard to where as though we want, we really want to change. And there's going to be like, listen, we. I feel like sometimes, and this is a sad feeling, but sometimes I feel like a minority within a minority. Because mm-hmm. even 
as far as the response to the social to, uh, the social media response to the whole uh, Nipsey situation, it's just like, I don't feel like I'm that much different than people until I see how differently people react to shit than I do. And it's not that saying that the way I react is right and the way they react is wrong. It's mm-hmm. just different. different. I just feel differently. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I have a different perspective. We can we have yet to determine who's going to be whose is more produ- productive, but at the same time, it's just like I know, and these aren't like fucked up individuals. I'm just saying people I respect. So with that being said, <coughs> well, I, I don't know. What do we really do? It, it, we just need to be on one path, one agenda that we can all agree on, mm-hmm. to where everybody can say, "Yo, so I can rock with that." Like. This will put us all in a better place. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. I, I think that we need to... I don't think that being on one agenda is the answer. I think that we need to all understand that we won't be. And there are just things that need to occur. And you might have to just go against yourself because there's a greater good at stake. But I don't think anybody has a vision of greater good. They're just like, my shit good? That's all I give a fuck about. And it's, it's going to be that way to the end of days, really. Damn. I didn't realize you were so pessimistic. I think I'm a bit more optimistic. I think it just takes the right set of circumstances. I think it takes the right leaders and shaping of the a culture. Zombie apocalypse. Of our culture. I think a zombie apocalypse would definitely change a bunch of things. Shit. Um, you know what make bring people together? Natural disasters. Uh-huh. That evens the playing field like a disaster. motherfucker. You find it yourself, really is. You, you know find yourself helping any fucking body. A it, cat could be floating past. Not even natural disasters, <laughs> just a common. Um, mm-hmm. enemy common my enemy is common my enemy. friend, kind of thing. So, and when I went to DC and I was at the African American Museum, like the like most, um, I guess, the most important thing that they considered at the museum was the Emmett Till. Um, space mm, or exhibit, whatever. Yeah, yeah the Emmett Till exhibit. Whatever. Right? And um, after that is when they boycotted buses. Like, everything shifted because every black person came together and said, not a baby. Like, you can't do that. You can't do that to a child, right? But also, one thing that sticks with me so much about that is, Mammy Till is a quote that they put in a lot of places. She said, I always thought the problems of the Southern black weren't my problem and the world proved me wrong because, and that's, I I think that's like how many people think about things like your issues are your issues, Mm -hmm. but they're not, we ain't so far removed from shit. We're we're not, but nobody really thinks in those terms. Sounds like what, uh, identifying shared issues. Right. That's like what the uh, owner of the Sixers said about the Meek Mill situation. Mm-hmm. He didn't believe it until he went to court and watched the judge serve him a raw deal like that. He was like, because I'm so far out of touch, that's not part mm-hmm. of my world. Right. So when you tell me you're going being locked up for the, for this, my, the most minor infraction, I'm like, that's Something bullshit. More right. Yeah, on. like, and then I, I had to witness it for myself before, listen. Exactly. And you got to think how much heavier it is now because... The, that's Mamie Till saying that back then. Right. You weren't so far removed from slavery. You were right. not so far removed from a fucked up time for black people right. that you could say some shit like that. Now we think being in a better Crow. place. Right. right. But we're Jim Crow was place. a southern thing. So that, it was that's a southern shit. thing, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It, it was, but it wasn't. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it technically it was. It was legal down there. Right. Right. Up here, it wasn't. It wasn't but legal, at the same but it was time, still happening. It was still, right. 
So in that time, she could still have that same mindset. Imagine now when black people can do certain things. Could Nipsey can... be that? <sighs> no, I don't think, no, I don't think so because Trayvon Martin uh, couldn't. But Trayvon Martin was different. See, so I have a, a white problem person with rappers being our leaders. I don't think he would be. I don't. In that situation, I don't think he would be a leader. I think he would be a martyr. Okay, I have a problem with rappers and our martyrs. I have a problem. Why? Let's remember that let's assume let's remember our, our natural assumptions. He was a crip. I assume he did some gangster shit. I assume he did some illegal shit. Do I think Malcolm X should not be a martyr because he had his history and his past? That's not what I'm saying. But I you know I'm not sure that I don't want Jay Z to be my hero. I don't want. But why? 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 What's the resistance why? to it? Yeah, what's the Jay Z's actually it? doing some really lit shit out here. Nipsey was doing because, some really lit shit out here. Because I feel like that plays to the the problematic mindset of believing that entertainment is the way out. Entertainment is where the money is. Entertainment. Is, I don't think is the, the, uh, I think but I think we just I think we, we just we shut that down now because we just well said, how do we shut that down if we look at a Jay-Z well Jay-Z or we look at well, Jay-Z is a great representation of it because he makes so much money off of things other than rap but it all started in rap so then you it talk to so then you start you are yeah. t- you talk to the talk to the drug dealer who then bought the laundromat who then bought this who then bought mm-hmm. that who then bought that now I'm out of the game well you saying you're talking about the quick money mm-hmm we can look at cr- so, rap as quick money. What do we do if that's really all we got at the moment? Like, what what are we supposed? to I don't do? think that's all we got at the moment. Listen, bro, we have where's, a black we have a black billionaire. We got Michael Eric Dyson. We got we got, uh, no, we got plenty of. No, we uh, have a black billionaire. Black the people. scientists. I, I mean, no, um, no. the um. Oh, uh, what's, what's this dude's name? I can't think of that. Other what's guy. the black billionaire boy uh, name? The dude. No, I'm talking about. Yeah. No, black billionaire. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I know there's a black billionaire, and I know there's one that just bought the Weather Channel, and I know all this okay, stuff. Okay, right. We don't even know his name. Though, I can't right? think of his name. He Why started, don't we know he's a comedian. Name? Why don't we know his I just, name? Because I, I would say I'm not good with names. But the very I fact, can picture him right the now. The very actually. thing is this. Our kids feel like their I options are few. That's why I don't know his name. And what happens with musicians? They get our attention. Just the same reason why teachers aren't paid that much. Mm-hmm. Teachers should be paid a lot more, mm-hmm. if you ask me. I think, so... The flaw in that thinking for me is that sometimes, so there are people that won't pay attention to things we pay attention to. They won't see things outside Byron of these Allen. entertainers. There you go. They won't. Or the board up. They BT. won't get this information otherwise, right? So these people, Nipsey hustles, Jay Z's are the only way they're really getting to hear this shit because they're not paying attention to other shit that we pay attention to. They're not following certain trends or certain um, things that we're following. Who's that? Mm-hmm. No, they're not paying attention to these things. So these people are. I can. I can understand why you don't want them to be our martyrs. I can understand why you don't want them to be our leaders, but they have to be something. They have to play a part. They have yeah, to get yeah. the information. They out have to influence. That I'm definitely saying take advantage of people are in the position not, that they're in already. <clears throat> right. That are not um, other people. Certain people won't get this information otherwise. Like certain people will not get this information otherwise. Certain people will not know that. They still won't know based on we're seeing shit like 
but it's going to be there. It's going to be a seed planted that could maybe grow and water it. I'm I'm with you halfway on it. Um, I wish our kids had, or just growing up in our community, we had more people in positions of power that were, mm-hmm. that were not in entertainment because that's all our kids are sent to, right? You ask, a, you, you ask a kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? Rapper, basketball player, just the typical stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They don't never hear anything about engineering. We don't hear enough about science. We don't hear enough about finance. We don't hear anything about, our kids don't even understand those, so we don't teach them enough. No, our girls understand it, because I asked the girls, they want to be all types of things. Yeah. I asked the boys, it's a sport. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, music. She came up with a hybrid career. I'm she like, wants yo, to what be an artist, scientist, literally what she said. I think that's possible. I agree. It's definitely possible. But that's like that was where her fucking mind was. That's that's amazing. Um, so see, she can so say it's something possible. like that. I can say I think it's possible. So and these little boys don't have that. Yeah, um, broad stroke in it, but I don't. It's, when no, I'm talking to these boys, I in know. my line of work, I know it's those two things. I'm like, yo, what's your plan B? Because now I will give some credit because I've had multiple boys who have had a plan B. I mean, it's usually in the medical field. It's usually a nurse, but. Some have had plan B's, but most of these boys... I told my little cousin the other day, I said, listen, I I feel like you telling me you rap is because you don't really know what to do with yourself. Also, I just don't think they they know how hard it is. Well, I mean, but the crazy part is it ain't so hard anymore. Somebody can put some shit out on YouTube. Anybody can rap. That's that, right? But they don't understand. They don't know the work. They don't. Nobody really sees the work. They see Beyonce or, and don't know how much she do Or you don't understand the music shit. business. You just you, don't, you understand don't understand the music business. You don't understand how it all goes down. You just think, oh, I, this person, I didn't see him yesterday on TV. I just rap and get on. Today. But that's not really how it works. You went. don't got enough people trying to be executives. You don't got enough people trying to work in the back office. You don't have you enough, enough people. to be the producer. The engineer, the the, all engineer. that shit. So all the jobs surrounding these large industries, we want to be the person in the camera. That's what I'm saying. They don't understand those roles. So you, you're you still ignorant. You're still walking into a blind. And, of course, there's always going to be a level of ignorance, but you do your proper research. I just want our kids to definitely see that there is more. So I understand where you're coming from halfway, but the other side of that is that he did have a voice and he used it well. So I can't. If, if it's going to be him, like, it's not going to be XXX Tentacion. He did. No, because he wasn't oh, okay. the voice okay, that Nipsey okay. was as far as as far as our community. So goes. yeah, it's, it's, I mean, mental health he was though. I hear, but I it's good now music. because maybe you're different. But ninety percent of the interviews that I have seen now, I was not aware of them at all. Mm-hmm. I maybe saw a handful of interviews where I was like, "Oh, this guy is intelligent," but what I'm saying now, I'm like, "Okay, this dude really has some shit to say." Yeah, he kind of knew what he's talking about. And so, yeah, I think that's the blessing and the tragedy. But at the same time, who's really paying attention to that? Not enough people. Even with still, even with people paying attention again. So it needs to be a united front. We still go outside and see the same shit. But I guess our musicians have always been our leaders. We watch the same cooking. I was about to say, like, literally, as soon as you said it, it came to my mind. Like, our musicians have always. It's just that. Maybe. I think now. I don't know. It could have been this way. Kids could have want, wanted to grow up and be Sam Cooke. They could have grown up and wanted to be all these entertainers. It just looks different to us now. Yeah. You understand? So it's, I don't think it's so far-fetched that they could be the people that shift some You shit. can't be, but I just, 
you can't be talking about selling drugs. You can't be talking about what is predominantly in rap and think you're going to, I'm going to be aligned with you leading anything. I agree. But I, again, I don't, I don't really get what? too much into following whatever. musicians. That shit hot, but what? But I do get I into, the, I do get into their personality a little bit. I do choose my rappers based off the men that they are. A lot of do them. you? A, a lot. I don't of know. Them. That I take that much research into them. So it winds up being that those are people I'm attracted to. Sure. No, but. like I can listen to some music, but after a while, it's just like I just don't like what he represents. So it's only but so much I can get into it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like there, the image does matter. It's only so much drug taken I can listen. That's to. what I'm saying. Like the image, <laughs> the image so does make a little bit of a difference. So again, there's money to be made in music, but there's an industry there. Mm-hmm. If that's going to make you investigate the industry, for, I just want our kids to be second level thinkers. I want them to think outside the box. The dominating theme is that we're just ignorant. Like we don't yearn for more information. Is that we're taking the path least resistant that we're trying to get on a sprint instead of the marathon again and it's just like we're trying to find the quickest way and that's the only symbols they have as to make money or to get rich is that entertainment yeah it's education it's it's the answer it's always been the answer education and it's going to take generations to die out for even that to work but it's always the solution education is always the fucking solution and i don't just mean like basic grade school shit just knowledge it is mm-hmm. the answer to it all and we gotta the people that haven't gotta feed it but the problem is people that want the keys are the people that already have them that's what i'm saying i feel like it's us having the conversation and the people that we would like to get that message through aren't interested in what the fuck we have to mm-hmm. say it's just like nigga past the perks Right. <laughs> like, seriously. Right. It's just like, dog, I'm trying to get high. Like, or I'm... Why I'm do you always got to be high? Why is everybody looking to escape? I, I don't know. But I'm just... It's like a lot for people to escape. I, I don't know, man. I just see a lot of it. day to day. I just see a whole lot of it, man. And getting outside of that element. Or just wanting to be lit. Like, I just want to be in a party. I want to be on the scene. Like I just want. There's really no way to. We just have to find some sci-fi shit that won't kill everybody. That really eradicate people. Remember, uh, I too much they tried to shit. exercise. Like, so many things that we could do if I had access to the things that I see on TV. <laughs> remember that episode of the Boondocks? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember that episode of the Boondocks with the uh, the square ball? The, I guess he was the lawyer boy, uh-huh. and he got yeah. and he got uh, infected with the nigga, oh, he and they exercised him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh-huh. they, that's what I think about. Like it's just like you got to beat the nigga out of some of these. <laughs> like you got to exercise, like an exorcism. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. In the programming, we have to reprogram. Yeah, man. Re-program. We got yo. All right, so if we change lanes real quick, I know you didn't see it, Daryl. Oh, us? Mm-hmm. But us, I thought it was a cool movie. I liked it. The I bad did. part was, walking into it, I didn't want to go see it. I thought this shit was going to be whack. I'm sitting here, of course, you a go on, you go cool. on Facebook and Instagram, everybody like, that shit corny. I'm just like, oh, I was about That's to That's because they weren't I'm just, pretty, I'm their eyes it. weren't open. So yeah. I'm like, uh, so I'm definitely going in there with a, fuck this job, I'm being pissed off. So anyway, I thought it was cool. I did too. So afterwards, 
coming back from it, I saw a couple of rabbits in a residential area. Uh, why would you see a fucking rabbit? Why? Yeah. Like, why did I see a rabbit? And then this person dressed in this. Weird, no, not in a residential area. Like, they were just like chilling in the cut. And after you see the movie, it's weird. And then. I'm aware of the rabbits in the movie and them eating the rabbits in the ground and all that. The jo- first off, the opening song that came on when you see the rabbits. That shit was fire to me, dog. It sounds so it? good. It was like, I don't know, like I don't a. It was like a almost an African beat, but it was the music was like some type of orchestra shit. It was just lit as shit, and they played it again. I think when they walked onto the beach. But so I saw the rabbits, and then I saw this guy dressed in this awkward full red outfit. Mm-hmm. Like you know what, I need to get in the house yeah. because this is some bullshit. Yeah. I don't want to be outside. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so it shook you up. It did, but only because it's, it's not so far fucking fetched. It is not. Well, it is, but it's not. Right, but also I just think sci-fi stuff isn't so far fetched either. No, but it, it wasn't just the idea of it and what it what I took from it. What'd you take from it? Um, so I think us is. They specifically said American, so I think it's just about the climate of America now. There is this underground current. That's not so underground anymore, huh? Mm-hmm. Hence the movie. That kind of is trying to take over what we already have in place. But also, like, I read, I read so much shit about it. Because I, I, I think it's so many things that even, like, the minutes. Did you listen to his interview? Huh? Yeah, I did. what it's about, yeah. Yeah, I listened yeah. to his interview. There's layers um, to it, though. It's so many layers. Like, it's so many other things that are, like, even small stuff. Um, I think the husband's issues with white affluence in comparison to himself was a thing. Um, or the fact that the big black man wasn't the hero. Right. Was there a hero? It was no, weird. It, no, wasn't it wasn't a hero. There was no hero in that movie at all. Um, what you thought was the hero. Right, right, right. I mean, well, put it like this. I code switching was it? a thing. Yeah, I will see it. But you don't care what we got to say, right? I know at the end, Lupita. Uh, Lupita smiling or crying or some shit. All right, cool. So that twist made it like the anti-hero or the... It was like a one big mind fuck. But the crazy part was I was thinking like when she went... I didn't think that that they... uh, I wasn't aware that they switched. I didn't figure Uh that part out. But I'm like, all right, so when she saw the girl, like so nothing happened. Like, cause they never touched. Yeah, on they it never again. talked about it until the end of the movie. So when they never did it, I'm like, what I, she do to her? Like, what I happened? knew it had to be something because they said 15 minutes, right? Yeah. And that brief screaming, I would have thought a child would run back, right? But 15 minutes, I'm like, something went the fuck down. Like, so, what happened? I, I thought the movie it was, was weird, strange. Did you hear the theory on the rabbits? No. How basically rabbits? They're in the animal kingdom. They breed very fast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I read, I read something that talked about that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But what I took from it was, yeah, the anti-hero thing. Um. But the number one thing for me was it all coming, it all culminating. Mm -hmm. Like everything that we've, like the earth that we, the way it is, like we have enough for everybody. Right. But we live our lives as if, like this life of abundance that we live here in the U.S. But there are people at the border trying to Mm -hmm. come up from Venezuela, for example. We got people that live in squalor. Here. Even here. And 
there's only so long we'll be able to keep moseying around these motherfuckers like it's all good living our happy lives with these first world problems that mm-hmm. we think is the worst shit in the world and they come to us like motherfucker and and then it's just like looking in that mirror like you a human just like i'm a human That's what it we is. live off the same shit that so it's just like yeah you got a family just like mine mm-hmm. but at the same time it's just like my in my abundance i still find issues with that where i should be more appreciative of my position in society or not to mention be more open to helping people rather than turning our backs on them and maybe in the capitalist society that we live in maybe it's doing more damage than good mm-hmm. because we're kind of just shitting on people and if they all decide you know because it's still more of them than it is us so if they decide one day you know what fuck this shit we we, we take another. no we gonna run we gonna right. run down another thing another point was the fact that it was like the hands across America hands thing. Hands across America, right. But so I read something and they were talking about that, how that played into the movie and how Hands Across America was supposed to be this big thing for what was it, the homeless or hunger or whatever? The homeless. Which makes sense because the tethered were essentially like homeless. homeless. Eating rabbits. Um, right. Um, but Hands Across America, apparently there was controversy with that and they like didn't include Hawaii and some other territory in America in that. And it was supposed to be a banding of everywhere. It was literally supposed to be hands across America, but they were excluded. What, Alaska? Maybe, probably. Um, But in their exclusion, they decided to do their own thing. But because of them trying to do their own thing in this battle, it caused a controversy that kind of overshadowed the whole point. Mm-hmm. It overshadowed what was what it was supposed to be about, and they were the thing was saying that it played into the movie because like they wanted to be equal, right? So they had their plight, but they came and fucking slaughtered everybody. Like mm. it wasn't, it didn't show what you actually wanted. It just showed you being a fucking monster, and mm. you kind of played into what anybody could have thought of you because you you were that thing you were a monster like you literally were a monster also i thought it was interesting that like i was like why is she the only one that can fucking talk and then mm-hmm. you think oh that's why she was the only but one still, that can talk but still why was her voice like that cuz she didn't talk she didn't have anybody to talk to nobody else could talk but her and then when she first got there yeah and right. that's why the other little girl didn't talk for weeks because mm-hmm. she literally never did right she had to learn right. to how to talk she yeah. didn't know how to talk but she had enough fucking sense to snatch her ass and switch <laughs> switch places with her. But anyway, I thought it was a good movie. I thought the dynamic between that only thing that was scary to me was the son and his doppelganger. Really? Because it was like he could mimic him. Mm-hmm. Like he he figured out that this nigga mocks me, so I can control him. Kinda. Right. And in that dynamic, I don't know what it was, but he could sense the cynicism, like. The sinister in him so like just like this is some shit i would do mm-hmm. so this is how i can play you against yourself like the way he killed his dad that i thought that was like the mm-hmm. dopest shit in the movie like the way he figured out a way to defeat him I because it's just it like all. i know how to trick you out like i can trick him out in that closet like i know you're mm-hmm. go in this closet like i know like yeah he was like the hero of anybody 
Yeah, I was gonna say it was it was him. Oh, that daughter when they were arguing yeah. over who was driving, I oh, bitch, get your little nut ass in the back. Woo, I would have so whipped the, her ass. Yeah, the daughter. Uh, yeah, she let the daughter drive. But I thought Us was like I said, a good movie. Gave you a lot to think about. It did. Um, even like I'm like trying to. Me and my coworker were talking about how the white family doppelgangers immediately yeah, off, off them, them. like. No hesitation and at all. And that was another reason. What, what was the difference? Yeah, like, I, that's what I'm thinking. They like, had no what rap. Was, they had no like, rap. Like, what was it? What was with that? Like, what? Well, I think that's because Lupita's <coughs> knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you switched with me. Right. Like, so I think that dynamic probably was a little different because it's just like, maybe she was trying to get something more out of the situation. Mm. I don't know. But it seemed like, for as far as Lupita's uh, situation, you're actually the double. Because I would have been like, no, you should have off her quick as possible because she right. could have unhatched whatever this whole situation was, right? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I actually want to see it again. I thought it was... Um, like, like the code switch was interesting for me for the dad mm-hmm. when he had to go out and see the family because he was, like, very much proper. And the crazy thing is Winston Duke, I think that's his name, mm-hmm. that's actually how he speaks. Like, that's right. actually his voice. The father, like, not when he went... But then when he went out to go see the family, he's like, hey, now I done told y'all, did it, but you didn't speak like that at all no. through this whole thing. He tried, but to, then, he tried to get tough. Right. The code, it didn't work, but... It was um, it was it was a good movie overall. I really I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really so, enjoyed it. For, for for the people that didn't go see it, well, I don't know how motherfuckers thought it was whack. I, I guess people was looking for something else out of it. They wanted it to be like a true horror film. It wasn't even scary. That's but that's what they expected. Even though they saw Get Out and they saw that Get Out wasn't necessarily it wasn't a horror film, but I think people they just expected it. It looked like from from the previews and stuff it it looked like it could have been more horror than get out but it, it is wasn't. he supposed to be redoing uh candy man is it jordan pill or is somebody else remaking? No, he's doing, uh, no, twilight. Not seeing it. he doing the twilight zone he narrating it yeah i never got in a twilight zone maybe i will now since i'm more into saw, sci-fi uh, stuff black mirror do successful as well. yeah. yeah i don't i ain't even watch black mirror i've been, i tried to watch that i'm not a fan of black mirror None of them? Didn't you watch the, uh... The first episode turned me off. Your first episode can't be about fucking pig. <laughs> I mean, it's... Oh, that, yeah. and you know what's so... I didn't watch it like that. Like, yeah, I don't... you told me. You yeah, I didn't watch it from the very beginning. What was that other, uh, yeah, show? Yeah, that one was weird. That I didn't kinda, understand that one. It that was shit strange. on Netflix that you could kind of pick. Oh, oh, that was the movie. Yeah. Bandersnatch. What was that? I didn't that? see that, though. I watched it. How was it? Huh? It was... Whatever. It was Watch like pick your own adventure. Black Mirror. That one was dumb I as saw shit. Other but I thought it was interesting. Wait, what was that one? The fucking the pig one. That's the first. The first episode. I know, but what happened? Uh, he like. Why did he have to fuck the like pig? A political guy. Oh, and they wanted to like embarrass him or something yeah, like that. Yeah, somebody got kidnapped or something. I can't remember. Yeah, it was stupid. That one was so weird. Fuck a pig. But it was um, it was something. Other ones are good. That one was I've seen dumb. Five. Is shit. Well, I agree. They five episodes. In the eye and they can rewind time. Mm-hmm. Well, not rewind time, but rewind it. Yeah, I saw see what happened. Video game stimulation in the brain. He wants yeah. to die in. I saw. I saw at least three or four. You know, luckily Game of Thrones come on next week, so I won't yes. be compelled to watch. No, come on next Sunday. The fourteenth. 
Oh no, this yeah, because next week we don't have to be on podcast at like yeah, same time four o'clock what times in there, six thirty. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely gonna be on my yo. Can we start at like three o'clock today? <laughs> Seriously, I gotta get my mind wrapped around. And it's Marlon's <coughs> birthday, so I'm like, I'm be accelerating everything that's going on today. So yeah, we gonna cut the cake. <laughs> we gonna cut this cake. Niggas got shit to do later. Right. Any bows? Anything else, y'all? Nah. Uh, I think I got everything off my chest with the Nipsey situation. Same. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of the Rancid Tangents Podcast. Remember, we strive for that oxymoronic flow. Remember, the word oxymoron in and of itself is an oxymoron. Oxy meaning sharp and moron meaning dull. We hope we gave you that sharp and that dull today. Thank you for tuning in again. Tune in again. Remember, we're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube exclusively. And with that, two fingers like a player. Peace. Peace. Peace.